Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up and welcome to Orlando for our Cheez-It Bowl coverage here on the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network. Jared Stansbury has been here for few days all sorts of stuff on the front page y'all can go and check that out we wouldn't be here without our great sponsors and we'll thank them throughout this podcast we plan on having another podcast today assuming we get a good audio from the bowl game from the press conference between uh, not between with with Dabo Sweeney and Matt Campbell we'll talk about that some, some here uh, our presenting sponsor of all of our bull coverage, though, is presented by Carl Chevrolet. Carl Auto Group, now. Uh, they are, uh, go to carlauto.com. Uh, it's pretty simple with this new branding. More locations and more brands to serve more of Iowa. You're going to start seeing that uh, beautiful backwards K all over the state of Iowa. Uh, Webster City, Story City. I uh, already got one in Stewart. Um, again, more brands, more of Iowa. So check that out, carlauto.com, and they will be um, with us for another year at cyclofanatic.com. So we really, 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 really appreciate all the good folks at Carl Chevrolet and carlauto.com. We're also presented today by our friends at Fairway. The uh, you know, bowl game coming up tomorrow. How about you call your local fairway today and have them make you like a custom uh, sandwich tray? They got the King's Hawaiian sandwich trays. They got party trays, meat and cheese, veggie, fruit, bakery items. You can get them for your college bowl games, pro and college championship games. Check them out and uh, call your local fairway today. Another proud supporter of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Iowa State and Clemson will go at it tomorrow. And we'll thank our other sponsors here in just a little bit as we keep moving right along. Uh, those sponsors being Graphite Construction Group, the Iowa Clinic as well. And, of course, our friends from Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, where I've got new betting information on the Cheez-It Bowl that we will get to uh, later on in the podcast. Jared Stansbury is with me. Again, he's been here. He got down here on Christmas Day. That was as good of a um, pregame press conference as I think I've ever been to for a bowl game. Like, I think Dabo, because Dabo likes to talk. It's like his element. He likes to just sit up there and... Like, you know, he's looking down at the reporters and he can just kind of do his... He's like kind of the anti-Matt Campbell in that sense. I think he's a good influence on Campbell when it comes to talking to the media. That was it was very insightful. I, I'm very happy with what we got out of that today. Yeah, it was really good. I don't know that it was better than the Mike Leach press conference. Yeah. I, I think Dabo 
There's much more substance there's than more the Mike Leach one. Yeah, there's more substance with Dabo Leach. You just never know what he's going to say. Yeah. But Dabo, like, I mean, he just, like, told us about guys being in COVID protocol. He, like, he didn't lie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, he just, like, kind of says it. Like, yeah. He didn't want to tell you, but he got pressed by a reporter, and he didn't lie about it. And I don't know. I I, I was impressed. I, I've never been a big Dabo guy because of some of his takes on, like, player mobility and stuff like that. But I, you know, I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a Gamecock by blood. It's in yeah, my blood. So right. I, I can't love be... love the cocks. Yes. I can't be a Clemson guy. But I, I, I appreciated Dabo today. That was fun. I love how uh, the player movement questions that were asked were asked to Coach Campbell and never in any way addressed to Dabo. I think that the people that are Clemson people probably know that that's not a road that they want to go down. <laughs> or they've gone down it so many times. And the, yeah. And yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I do think it... I mean... He is much more open about things, it seems like, than what most coaches are. And that's actually surprising when you consider the success that they have had. You think of most of those guys that are the big-name coaches being really, you know, like what Lincoln Riley was like at Oklahoma where everything is locked down. You know, Nick Saban's not exactly the most endearing guy with the media. But, like, I can see why someone – why if Dabba walked into your living room and wanted to recruit you, I can see why someone would, oh, he's would, very would fall in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely – I was thinking about that, well, like, just – just watching him talk and you, you know I mean I kind of study these guys I'm obsessed with coaches and like I, I've watched a lot of his stuff and he I mean just leading up to this game like the last media availability they had before leaving here he had a 14 minute opening statement like he just he just likes to talk mm-hmm. <laughs> which is refreshing because Matt hates to talk uh, Matt doesn't even do opening <laughs> statements anymore yeah it's alright guys what do you got for me it is what it is. Um, I, I do think some similarities between the two programs, clearly at different stages, though. The um, Obviously, Clemson's at a point in its program where they're winning national championships and going to playoffs. Iowa State is, is not there. But you could draw kind of a similar line. I mean, again, like I, I, I just grew up around – not around Clemson, but I, I grew up following – that area of the country's football due to where my family is from. Clemson wasn't always this. Like, they were, you know, Tommy Bowden had a – they had some decent years. Now, back in the early 90s, they were really good. But Clemson was not just like – remember Clemsoning mm-hmm. when that was a thing, right? And Dabo got asked a question today about, like, what's the state of the program? And he was like, well, we, you know, it's great. We went 9-3. and three, We lost to Georgia. On a pick six, we we lost in double overtime on the road, and we lost to the ACC champs. And then we won seven of eight. And you could kind of feel that, I don't know, frustration in him answering that question. Like, what are you asking me? Like, something like And I, I, I get the sense, like, Matt Campbell would be in the same category. It's like 10 years ago, if you guys would have known you were playing Clemson in a bowl game, like, it's seven and five, you would have been jumping off the – freaking tarmac at Des Moines to get here. Right. Uh, so it is a little bit similar. I can see why these guys kind of hit it off the way that they have. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think I can understand why a coach like that would be, you know, it's how quick you forget where you came from, you know? Oh, absolutely. And you know that there's a lot of Clemson fans who are probably irrational, especially because they kind of became a trendy program there. Not 
you know, I think back to even like when they won their first national title with him in 2016 with Deshaun Watson and those guys. Like they were kind of an underdog still then, you know, and it, that was them being able to get over the hump and kind of get past the Clemsoning thing. And now they're such a machine that you know fans probably just come to expect you're going to go to the college football playoff every year. Mm-hmm. And there's and anything less than that is a failure. And, I mean, realistically, that's just not realistic for anybody, except for, I guess, maybe Alabama. And even this year, you know, Alabama was right on the edge of uh, of not doing that. But um, that guy from Auburn doesn't step out of bounds. Right. Yeah. The whole thing's different right now. Right. And, I mean, and they had a couple other games where it was – had some people had them on the ropes. But uh, I just – it is cool, man, just to, like, see, you know, where – if Coach Campbell was to stay at Iowa State, like, what can Iowa State become? And I'm not saying they're going to become Clemson where you go to the college football playoff five yeah. out of six years or whatever. No, the other yeah, different. But. Yeah, but, like, the how you can build a program and sustain it and, and have it be where, you know, being seven and five is a down year, you know, and coming to the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. Like, like you said, I mean, man, it, it was not that long ago that – Iowa State was excited to play Memphis in a bowl game. And now you've played Notre Dame, Oregon, and Clemson in back-to-back-to-back years. Like, this, it just speaks to the elevation of the program. I think that's why, you know, Dabo talks so much about how impressed he is by Coach Campbell and what he's been able to do in Ames. It just is – it's just crazy to, to see it and to see, you know, the Tiger pod next to uh, yeah. next to the Cyclone helmet. And it just is – to see them even on the same plane is, is kind of wild. Well, you think about the last three years. I mean, you've played – Notre Dame, Oregon, and Clemson in bowl games. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty nice step up. I mean, I remember covering the Independence Bowl against Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, and that uh, – shout out to Myron Blythe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Won that game. But, like, I mean, you were just happy to be in, in any bowl game, and now you're playing against, like, the best brands in the sport. Everybody was happy to be in Shreveport. Yeah, I mean, Shreveport is, I, in my opinion, I think it's fun. Of course you do. There's, like, you, shitty casinos. I was going like, to say, because <laughs> you could go and be a degenerate in Shreveport. That's that's all it is. If I was, if I was like, 19 in college, it wouldn't be a lot of fun. No. But, well, no, I mean, but you get my point. Like, yeah. You win tomorrow, and that could be wins over... Oregon and Clemson and two years in a row in bowl games now. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think, too, that this game is just interesting because I think that it it's an opportunity for Iowa State to kind of springboard itself into 2022 when, you know, a lot of people are going to expect them to be way down. You have to replace all of these people. But, like, these guys are so excited about the young guys that are in this program. And, I, you know, we've talked about that some, but I don't think that it can be understated, like, how much they – are excited about these guys like they are really excited about this young group of safeties really excited about what Jairo Brock can do and then even Deion Silas and, and Eli Sanders like I don't I don't think Iowa State's going to drop off in the way that some people do and and I think that this game is an opportunity for some of those guys to show why that belief is out there from some people because you know obviously you know Coach Campbell even said this like Bo Freiler was an honorable mention all Big 12 player Jirel has played a lot of football for Iowa State but at the end of the day they've never had to be the guy at their position well now they do like both of those guys has to be have to be the guy starting tomorrow you know and that's the one thing where you look at 
the transfer portal and all that stuff. And obviously, you know, I think everybody would prefer if Ishim had not left. But now you get the door open for this young guy who everybody's so excited about to step in. And there's like not going to be any controversy about him taking over as the as the guy, you know. And that's what I'm excited for. I'm just excited to see this young group of guys and see what they can do. And then you get an opportunity to see some of these other guys that have been so important to the program play one more time. I mean, it just is it, – it's like a passing of the torch moment, you know. Let's, um, let's get into Clemson real quick because they do have some guys out with, with COVID stuff. And I don't think Dabo really wanted to talk about it, but the media did a good job and pressed him on it, and he, he had to – answer some questions about that real quick i want to thank our uh one of our presenting sponsors graphite construction group uh they build it better that's their motto we build it better i want you to go to graphitegrp.com and check out everything that they do here in the great city of des moines some of the most beautiful buildings in des moines that that you see when you walk around have been built by graphite construction group and they've got all these great op- opportunities for retail, industrial, medical, multifamily, hospitality, religious. They do all the educational office buildings. They build it all. They build it better. Check them out at graphitegrp.com. Uh, they are one of the uh, supporters of our bull coverage. Also, thanks to the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center, of course. I have used this option with my family so many times. Right now I'm looking at the urgent care locations in West Des Moines and Ankeny on iowaclinic.com. I know exactly how many patients are waiting. Uh, 18 currently in West Des Moines, so a little bit of a wait there, but you can go and you can reserve your spot so you don't have to sit in that waiting room. Urgent care, I would guess, right now in the last like year and a half has had a hell of a run. <laughs> I love how you typed in the I and immediately the Iowa Clinic popped up, yeah. and that told me how many times you have had to go to the Iowa Clinic. To I look use at them the all urgent, the time. Care site. My either my kids or you know or myself, and it's just like uh, you know the doctor's full. You can go right in there, and uh, you don't really have to wait because you can reserve your spot online. It's a it's a great service, especially right now where all these people are wanting to be COVID tested, and like it's just crazy. So check them out today at iowaclinic.com. Uh, coming up, we'll do a little betting preview for today's game with our friends from Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. Clemson has, uh, according to Dabo, he said they had two guys out, one guy in COVID protocol. Is that correct? Yeah, and the guy, I mean, he didn't clarify if he has COVID or if he's in, if he's the one in protocol, but EJ Williams is one of their receivers, and they are already uh, to say – I think to say thin at receiver would probably be an understatement. Uh, I think he said that they'd had only seven scholarship receivers for their last two games. Apparently that number is even lower. You look at their leading receivers, I mean, I think like five of them are out. So that's a passing attack that already seriously has struggled this year. I mean, I'm not even going to try and say DJ, their quarterback's last name, but, you know, he has – not exactly been overly efficient. Yeah, he has not been overly efficient as a, as a passer. Uh, they've only thrown, I think, nine touchdown passes. He's like nine touchdowns and nine interceptions. And that's what I think will be interesting. I mean, we know that stopping the run is the strength of Iowa State's defense. And if Clemson's going to come in here and be largely one-dimensional because they have nobody to throw the football to, I mean, you know, we talked about the – or everybody's talked about what – the impact of losing Brees is for Iowa State. I mean, 
Clemson's going to have like one thing they can do on offense. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a better, bet the under. Because, I mean, no what, what are the odds That's... that there's going to be – I mean, this this game might be in a final score of 7-0 to zero or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's I, – I've been saying that now, and the, the number has dropped. Uh, I was I think I opened at 46. It's down to 44. I still think that's pretty good value. I mean, I with his I I, I just I can't see either one of these teams scoring a lot of points. Now, what would the number bowl, be? Bowl if, games are weird. What would the number be if Clemson played Iowa? 40, 39, probably in the 30s. It could be 25. I'd bet the under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a good point. Uh, the the Iowa State, like, I mean, it's just, like, to me, like, the the running game this year wasn't great. Other, I mean, it was Brees. Right. You know, like, it wasn't like, oh, these massive holes that are there, and they're, right? So I just, I don't know. I mean, hopefully Jirel has that gear. We just haven't seen it because we haven't seen enough of him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not counting that out, but... I don't know. Like I, I feel like they're going to be able to be really aggressive with Purdy. Purdy's going to have to be elite against that defense. I mean, it's an elite defense. Yeah, like, and it, it's it's the best defense that Iowa State has played all year. No doubt. I, I, in my I mind. would say by a, probably a pretty considerable margin. And that's not anything against any of the Big Twelve defenses or against the Iowa defense because those are obviously there's some really good defenses in the league, Oklahoma State. But like this one's on another level, and I just. I would have serious concern if Brock Purdy's got to stand back there and throw the ball 50 times. I mean, we've seen that before, and that formula has not generally worked for Iowa State in the past. And Their I, receivers aren't good enough. No. I mean, X, the, X is good enough to like have to get catch the ball like that. Charlie Kohler's good enough to yeah, have to catch the ball like that. Yeah, but this isn't like Randy Moss where you just throw no. it up and let him run. Like, no. Th- that's my point. Like They're just not explosive enough correct. with their receivers. They're good receivers, but yeah. they're not. But Clemson also does have – I read this this morning from Grace Rayner on the uh, – Athletic, who if, if anybody is looking to learn about Clemson, she does a really great job covering the Tigers. Um, she wrote that, that they don't have one of their top linebackers who's their best coverage linebacker and is the guy that usually covers tight ends. I, I would be very surprised if go. that's not something that's that Iowa State tries to take advantage of. If that's, you know, obviously that since that's kind of out there. So, like, I think this is a game where you're going to get a heavy dose of Charlie Kohler and Chase Allen. You're going to get a heavy dose of Xavier Hutchinson. And then we're going to probably early in the game, they're going to try and see what they can do with the run and if they can any, hope in any holes whatsoever. And if not, I wouldn't be shocked to see them basically abandon the run game and just say, we're going to air this thing out and let Brock do his thing in his last game. Um, okay, so this is courtesy of Troy. Uh, I don't want to butcher his last name. Matcher from Bet Rivers. Uh, Troy from Bet Rivers gave us this uh, courtesy of our friends at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. If you're looking to bet this game right now, th- this is just bets that have been made in the state of Iowa right now. So, 49. Uh, this is crazy. 49% of the money, 49% of the bets has gone on to Clemson. So very, very even. Um, 60% of the money has been on, or that that's money line. Clemson just to win outright. 60% of the money is on Clemson against the spread. 55% is on Clemson. Uh, 55% of the bets, that is, on Clemson. The over is getting 44% of the money and 73% of the bets. So, what does that tell us? Bet the under because the 
sharps are on the under. The, the good money. Yeah. The good money is on the under. Hey, we're sharps in this sense. Uh, don't take it literally, but that. If you're looking for a. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this game. I thought Clemson would initially because I was really concerned. Um, who has the it. motivation advantage? I mean, that's so important in these bowl games. I don't. I don't really think. I honestly don't see one here because I, I think Iowa State's highly motivated. Those guys, like the fact that like Eisworth and all those guys are playing, like they want to be here. Rose, Rose could very easily sit this game out. Like, there's a lot of guys in that camp. Um, and I think Clemson, like the the way Dabo views bowl games, this whole like water the bamboo thing, like they're they're treating this like a bridge to next year. I I, I think both teams are motivated. I don't buy that Clemson's not going to be motivated. Well, I, don't, I didn't uh, say that they were. No, but a lot of people yeah. are saying I don't. Yeah. I don't buy that theory. Yeah. I think that both teams are going to be. Um, that's what I kind of like about this. This this bowl matchup always creates a great, great matchup in that sense too. I mean, you see good programs. It's this is a bowl game that usually is either teams were young and underachieved or. We're just a couple of games off from having a really magical year, and that's what you're getting here. Um, I, the fact that Clemson won seven of eight, like they struggled early, but they really rebounded to have a nice little year. I think people thought that they dropped off way further than what they actually did. Yeah, so yeah. that that's why, like, if I had to, if I had a gun to my head, I'd probably pick Clemson to win. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I have no confidence on it either way. I, I think this is a field goal game. Yeah, I, I mean, if Brees Hall's playing, I would pick Iowa State. Yeah. I'm really worried that Iowa State's not going to be able to move the ball. And, I, I mean, no one can really move the ball on this defense. So, Correct. it's like that's a very valid concern. But that's where I say, like, this is a game that could come down to something fluky happening. Who can make the play when something fluky happens? And then who can make a play down the stretch? You know, and I think that if it comes down to which offense do you feel more comfortable in doing those things, I would probably pick Iowa State because Clemson's offense has been so bad statistically for such a large portion of the year. And that's not just during the uh, the early part of the year. Like, that offense has not been good all year. Ninety like fifth in the country in yards per play. Iowa State's probably the second best defense that they've seen after Georgia. Yeah, I would say so. So, you know, they're not getting any – and they – coordinator thing with them I don't know how much to play into that I actually there's part of me that doesn't like it seeing the new court we saw this with Tommy Reese a few years ago where guys tried to prove something in the bowl game and they mm-hmm. pull out all the stops I could see that Uwe Angelele has not uh, had a great year but he's still really talented he, he's still a guy who will get Heisman murmurs going into next year even though he probably doesn't deserve it but do you remember his Iowa State connection the Rion Mitchell, yeah, right. He, he took his he spot. Took, in he the, took Rion yeah, Mitchell's job yeah. as a senior. Yeah, when he was a he was a true freshman. I mean, he he's a guy that's like, as far as talent, I mean, next level. Their offensive line has not been that's what I'm saying good enough to protect him and allow him to be be successful. And that's like, I think that's what even you know John Haycock said this the other day. You can just see that there was so much youth on that team that eventually it's going to catch up to you. Where you can't turn it around every single year, regard like if you're turning people over and you're sending guys to the NFL and stuff like that, eventually it's going to catch you, you know, unless you're Alabama again. And you know, I just think that 
I think Iowa State does have a good chance to win this game, though. I, I don't know. I, I the more the, the closer we get, the better I feel about it. Which is with these bowl games, usually not the way that it goes for me. It's. I think Vegas has it perfect. I think it's a coin toss game. It's going to be low scoring, and I think too, like when we, the more we've learned about these Clemson injuries and the COVID stuff, is I was a little bit, you know, no breeze. Ishim's gone. The other guys, it's kind of like. You're not going to win or lose based off of Kaimani King being there, right? Like, right. he's the one that transferred, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, you're not going to win or lose based off of Eric Horn being in the portal. That's a season-long deal where you need depth, and they'll they'll address that in the offseason. They already have guys above them, which is why they've transferred. Um, but I, I think, like, it's probably going to be about even as far as, like, how much – powder do you got in the mm-hmm. gun you know what i mean right with these two programs right i don't think anyone comes in here with a significant advantage i mean i the only one that i think you can look at and it's like man this team has a decided advantage is right here is with clemson's defense just on paper you know and again like they've got people out so it's you like i think that there's things that you just you don't know what's going to happen so um uh, it's going to be interesting, man. I think it's going to be a good football game. I don't oh, I know. Do too. I, I don't know that it's going to really move the needle like on a national scale because it's at like four forty-five. Can I disagree with Iowa. you there? I, you I think it will. Yeah, I do. I, I think that the media loves coaching firepower. I'm sure that Stu Mandel will be waiting for his opportunity to take <laughs> a big old dump over Iowa State if he gets a, gets a chance. I, did, I, I do think that there's. I mean, if you look, Jared, at the games that are left bowl games here let's go through them which I, one gets more people more excited this one or tomorrow night's watered down Al- or alamo bowl between oklahoma i'd rather watch this game yeah i mean and, just the sheer number of guys that are not well, going to play in that because you know these teams are going to be trying yeah is my point i i think that this could be the best remaining game that's not a playoff or a new, new year six. six game yeah i mean the other let's see i'm going to go through them here okay <clears throat> and half of these have been like um, canceled. So today we have Houston Auburn, which is a fun game, but it doesn't compete with this. We have Airport Air Force Louisville. We have Mississippi State Texas Tech. We have UCLA NC State. That's a fun game, but that's not. Oh man, when's that Mississippi State Texas Tech game? Five forty-five, six forty-five. Oh, we we're gonna have to lock in for that one. You yeah. know that if Leach gets an opportunity oh, yeah. to run it up on Texas Tech, he's gonna do it. Oh, no doubt. This will be a great day for us. Let's get done with our work and go yeah. watch. Just watch bowl games. Are we still day. going to drive go-karts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's a, For everybody, like a mile from here, there's an Andretti speed shop where they've got indoor go-karts, and I'm going to go and kick ass. I don't even know if I can fit in a go-kart. Well, then you can watch me take laps. <laughs> Time. You, you got my timer going. You could do video. This could be a great Cyclone Fanatic um, Williams working hard right. in Orlando bit. Right. Um West Virginia, Minnesota, that's cute, but it's not at this level. Maryland, Virginia Tech. So here's Clemson, Iowa State. Oregon, Oklahoma, which would be a really good game, but, like, again, like, I don't even. You don't even know who's playing in that game no. at this point. The Dukes-Mayo Bowl is great. Uh, the, my Cox against North Carolina, but it doesn't have the national appeal. Tennessee-Purdue, Michigan State-Pitt. But you take Kenny Pickett out, and that's a whole different deal. And Kenneth Walker. Yeah, like that's not that's watered down. Wisconsin, Arizona State, no. Wake and Rutgers, Washington State, Central Michigan, 
Rutgers and Central Michigan getting New Year's Day bowl bids is great. Out because their other game got canceled. And that's it. This is the best bowl game left that's not in the New Year's Six. Yeah. I mean, I... It, this is a would might you, get actually pretty good ratings. I think it's I on, think it's, gonna it's get, on Big ESPN. It's going to get a great rating. Yeah, because Dabo and, and Campbell are. What's well, it's not my opinion. If you talk to people around the sport, they're thought to be two of the top ten coaches in college football. Mm-hmm. It's a great matchup. Yeah, and I think you can tell like that even Dabo thinks that because of how glowingly he talks about Campbell. Like it doesn't just seem like the coach speak aspect of it you know like it seems like he genuinely they like actually genuinely seem like friends oh i think they are they were riding roller coasters yesterday i mean they look like uh uh they look like guys that would be like in a buddy cop movie or something or uh they could be recast in a new remake of dumb and dumber the way um smart and smarter matt was just giggling yeah he was laughing at everything Davo said when uh, the, the reporter asked uh, Dabo why, you know, we talked about the question about why fans should still be excited or something like that about Clemson football, and he had a short answer. And the reporter asked him to elaborate, and I think Coach that's the most I'd ever seen Coach Campbell laugh in a press conference. I've watched a lot, or I've been at a lot of Matt Campbell press conferences, and that was the first time I was like, man, I think Matt Campbell's like having fun in a media setting. What, what the hell that's is going on? That's what I said. On? I think Dabo's a good influence on him. Yeah, we need him to watch a bunch more Dabo Sweeney yeah. press conferences just so that it yeah. rubs off of, on him. Matt, study Dabo. Yeah. Please. Uh, all right, Jared, good stuff. We'll, here's the deal. We're going to for sure have the um, press conference from YouTube, because I actually saw it just got posted. Okay. That'll be on the front page. Um, and then we will try and get the press conference from today up here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. If we can't, just go to our front page and stream it on YouTube. It's super, and I, I would recommend it. Normally, I think these are pointless. I hate dog, and I've done this for too long. I've become jaded. I've become that guy that I never wanted to be. Uh, but I, I told Jared when my, I didn't know if I was going to make it down here. I go, I got to be here for Dabo. And Campbell, because I think it's going to be great. And it was. I actually learned a lot. Like, they talked. So I would encourage you guys to go and check that out. Also, I wrote a column yesterday um, about why, even though bowl games are crumbling, this is still a really big deal for Iowa State. I would encourage you guys to go and check that out. I've been formulating those thoughts for weeks. Jared has done a great job of covering the bowl game up until now. He spoke with Jirel Brock the other day. I uh, spoke with the coordinators, Tom Manning and John Haycock as well. So go, our, our entire front page is stacked uh, with content from the Cheez-It Bowl. We'll have a longer pre- or podcast like this following the game. We won't have an instant reaction one. Uh, we're going to get done with our work and then come back and do one of these kind of a season ender, bowl game ender, after the game on Wednesday. So there's your expectations for us. I want to thank our friends at Iowa Clinic, Graphite Construction Group, Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, and, of course, Fairway. Don't forget those meat and cheese trays. Um, I also want to promote one more thing. We are going to be doing a game watch for those in Des Moines. I should have said this earlier. Game watch for those in Des Moines at Buzzard Billy's. That'll be great. Just go and get off of work and go and have some beers and watch the game with other Cyclones. That will be coming up on Wednesday, 445 Buzzard Billies in downtown Des Moines. Thanks to Carl Chevrolet, our presenting sponsor, carlauto.com. I'm going to pop that in right now. 
I haven't been to CarlAuto.com yet. Boom. CarlAuto.com. They got everything now, man. You could buy like a Dodge from Carl. Hell yeah. More brands serving more of the great people in the great state of Iowa. Check them out today. All right. For Jared Stansbury, my name's Chris Williams. More coverage coming your way from Orlando. Thanks for listening, guys.